What's up, everybody? Back, back, back. Part two of the Supernatural Bada Bing. What's going on, everybody? Just rebooting on the two hour. Unfortunately, Podbean only gives me two hours, so I got to reboot and do another one. <laughs> so thanks for uh, you guys for jumping back in, Scott. Let's see you back. I'm back. How are you? All right, man. Having fun times with this or what? Yeah, you know, I mean, I just love sitting around and just talking paranormal stuff. You know, it's just it's it's something that I love. I'm passionate about it. Listening to your stories and you know sharing our stories, and you know, and I, I'd love for people to call in. You know, if there's there's people out there who also want to. Yeah, yeah, that's I've been trying to get people to call in and, and uh, tell their stories. I haven't been very. A couple people have called in, um, but. Uh, trying to build the podcast to get them to start coming in and, and telling their stories. Because I think that's the most interesting part is getting these people to tell their frightening stories. I mean, some of the stuff is pretty scary to people, you know, uh, for people like us, it's not scary because we want it to happen, but people that right. you know, are not used to this kind of stuff, you know, it's frightening to, to them, you know? So, Right. Um, also, I, I don't definitely, be embarrassed. Don't, yeah, don't that's what I'm telling you. To call in. That's that's what we're here for. And it's that's the same thing when I tell people when they call me. Like I said, I'm a private investigator, and I tell people they never expected to have to call a private investigator in their life. So I tell them, it's, you know, you're you're not going to tell us anything that we haven't heard before. Share exactly. your story with us, and, we'll, and we can help you help you with it if that's what you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Don't be afraid. Don't be shy. We're not going to bite you. We definitely want to hear your story. Other people want to hear your story, too. So, you know, you, you listen to this podcast, call in. We're, I'm inviting you to call in. I want to hear your stories, you know, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they're fascinating because there's, there's probably people out here that have some pretty amazing stories, and uh, I would definitely like to hear them. The last guy that called in was Mike, and uh, he was a funeral home. Uh, he picked up bodies for a funeral home. I was that was interesting. That, yeah. That was really interesting. It was. I liked that. I was like, this guy's cool, man. He's like, yeah, my buddy shows up with a body, and he said, yeah, I've seen some guy with a plaid shirt down there, and this guy's laying on the freaking embalming table in there. He's dead as a doornail, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, that's freaky, you know? Um, Yeah. Like I said, my my wife's friend, well, she's my friend too, but uh, my wife's known her longer than me, but. Her friend owns a funeral home, and she she cleans the funeral home. She said, "Oh, the place is super haunted." She said, "We I see guy, a guy in there all the time," and I'm like, "Oh wow, that's creepy." Have Dude, you yeah. have you ever investigated the House of Wills? You know what is it? The House of Wills, I believe it's in Cleveland, Ohio, is a funeral home. Oh, I'd love to. I heard about it. I heard it's super haunted. It's yeah. That's that's a place I want to. I I just saw something. I think Daryl from uh, Ghost Hunters. Uh, is that the one where the lady gets ripped out of the bed? I don't know. He's releasing some kind of. I didn't. I unfortunately, I never saw any of the Ghost Nation videos. He was in Ghost Nation, right? Okay. Uh, what's his name? Daryl, the guy with the beard. Was it Daryl Mustafa? Part of. Uh... Yeah. Yes, he was. Yes, Mustafa. Okay. Yeah. So they. I don't know if it was part of. I don't know. See, I never saw any of the episodes, but the Ghost Nation do House of Wills. I don't know if they did or not. He or he did it. He investigated it, I think, on his own, that if it wasn't in that. And I had heard some crazy stuff that happened. And he had said, or I had heard that he had said that it's one of the locations he would never go back to. Uh, but I really? just saw something where he's releasing some kind of video or small, some, some you know, something uh, about the investigation there. But that is a place that is supposed to be insane. Right around uh, Christmas, they were, or uh, Christmas Halloween, uh, they they were I think between those times they had opened it up for a couple tours, and uh, I got uh yeah they kind of uh, send away for an email for a request and then they send you an invite to the tour, and uh, I, I wanted to do it I had actually emailed them and just tell them you know like I travel around and I investigate I tried to get in there for a night. But uh, I guess they just laughed at me. <laughs> you know, I'm just one guy who, you know, one guy who wants to. But like, look, man, I'll drop a couple hundred dollars if I could, you know, just I'm not going to damage the place. I respect the place. You know, just you know, lock the door. Let me lock the door. And, you know, so I'll see you in the morning. But yeah, like, uh, that's that's a that's that's a definite bucket list. If if it's even impossible to do any uh, do any investigations on that place. 
Yeah, I investigated I I, uh, the uh, Dr. Samuel Mudhouse in uh, Waldorf. Uh, that place was pretty haunted. We had a lot of stuff happen there. But uh, they don't let anybody investigate it anymore. Bummed. Yeah, it's a shame. Like, even uh, Eastern State Penitentiary. Now, you can investigate Eastern State Penitentiary. Like, you can, anybody can go in at any time and go take a tour. You know, they have the self-guided tours you put the headphones on. Yeah. You know, you go, you go on a slow, you go one day during the week and it's slow and you're in, you get a whole cell block to yourself, man. Plenty of room, plenty of time to investigate. Again, places are haunted during the day is just as haunted as they are at nighttime. Oh, hell yeah. But I, you know, I wanted to ask you, you were talking about uh, um, Moundsville. I was at Moundsville, um, but I didn't really do a proper investigation. I went, I got, did one of the investigation tours kind of thing that they do. Oh, you okay, get yeah. to, you know. So, uh, but when I was there, uh, unfortunately, it wasn't open. So uh, I never had a chance to get into the Sugar Shack. So, oh, we went uh, in there. You, did you have, uh, yeah, I wanted to hear, what was your experience in the Sugar Shack? Oh, man, we heard a really good loud disembodied voice say help me like plain as day like help me and the film crew heard it everybody heard it they were like what was that i was like that was a disembodied voice saying help me and uh they all heard it then we started hearing noises of things moving around on one part of the sugar shack and it's pretty creepy down there definitely had a lot of stuff happen in there yeah, that's interesting. When I was there, I think it was, I was there, what, September? So I think they had it closed because of some Halloween stuff that they were getting uh, getting ready. I'm like, can I just go down and stick my head in the door, please? They were just <laughs> like, no, it's not open up right now. So yeah, well, they I, didn't I, let you in the sugar shack at all. Huh? No, man, we could they, no, we couldn't even look in the door. Oh, man, it sucks. Uh, it does suck. It's like, you know, I'm going to Moundsville. That's, that's one of the things I'm looking forward to. Yeah, that place was cool. It was it was active. We definitely caught a lot of stuff in there. Uh, it was it was cool. I have to say, I I didn't think we were gonna. Yeah, I, I caught some things right away, and then it kind of got slow. And we caught the camera guys trying to do some bullshit, which I didn't like. Um, oh, really? He, were they trying to uh, trying to fake were, stuff or rig yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah. He tried to fake something, and, and we caught him doing it. And I said, "Hey, man, don't do that, dude." Uh, he kicked the trash can actually, and hurried up and and uh, he hurried up and and you know acted like it was. Uh, hey, Lucifer, what's going on? Yeah, what's up, bro? I mean, what's going on? Hey, how yeah, are you? Going the same old, same old. You got a you got a story to tell? I don't have any allegories on me, but there is a funny incident that can I, that I can tell you guys. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I went to a store and I asked for a mask. And he actually said, you can't purchase this mask from our store, sir, because in order for you to purchase this mask from our store, you need to have a mask first. So I said, am I looking at a bogan? Then I said, hey, just, just get stubble. If I have a mask, then why would I even give a second thought of buying one? Right? No one does that, right? Yeah, it's quite right. farcical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why would you have to buy a mask to get a mask? You have a mask to buy a mask. It doesn't even make sense. <laughs> oh, you got to have a yeah. mask to, to buy one in here. That doesn't even make any sense at all. <laughs> so where are you from? Right. Where are you from? I'm from India. India. Wow. What yeah. part of India? From the northern part. I've been to India twice. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Uh, what, uh, what area? In which okay, in which city you have you visited? I've been to uh, Delhi and New Delhi. I've been to Amritsar. Uh, I've been to Agra. I've been to um, Rindavan. I've been to Mumbai. I've been to Aragabad to see the Alluri, the Junta Caves. I've been to Varanasi. Oh wow! You know a lot of places. And more uh, than I, I did. My dog, my dog is actually a street dog that I got from Delhi and I brought home. Oh wow! wow. That's all great. That's yeah, awesome. he's a, he's a, he was a rescue, that's, rescue from India. That's freaking great. So I was actually uh, I was supposed to go to India three times. I've been there twice, and I in the past since COVID, since uh, COVID started, I've had three times. I was actually supposed to come back to India, and there's two uh, paranormal groups in India that I was uh, trying. There's one in Delhi, and there's one in Mumbai. 
Um, and I've been in contact, well, I was in contact with both of them, and I was trying to hook up to them to do some gin hunting. Uh, I've never done any of the two times that I was out there. I mean, I've been to amazing locations. India is so old, and India is so haunted. Uh, there's so much paranormal activity in there, especially, I mean, like, you know, I've, I've stood at the, the birthplace in, uh, in, in Vrindavan, the birthplace of uh, Krishna. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's just, it, you know, America is so young compared to India. And uh, so, yeah, next time I go out there, hopefully it will be within hopefully the next six months. I am looking forward to hook up with a paranormal group out there and uh, really do some what they call gins. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the videos that I've seen um, that they get out there is there's there's a lot of uh, a lot of really aggressive, aggressive uh, paranormal activity out in India. So that's something I'm definitely uh, really looking yeah. forward to uh, to see yeah. and experience. You're singing of which I'm a big fan of paranormal activities and paranormal shows. Have you ever watched A Haunting? Oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I can still relate to it because if you were to visit in Rajasthan, there is a place called um, Bhangar Fort. Okay. So over there, there are a lot of paranormal activities still prevailing in there and a lot of people just died over there just because of that, because they got that eerie feeling that someone is watching you them and wow. even though yeah exactly even though there there wasn't any instances where i found i went over there but i didn't found any anything that will surprise me that will spellbound me i mean it was just what? just like a normal i visited at daytime so maybe that's the reason uh, but i never visited at nighttime at nighttime no one is allowed over there so, what was wow. the name of the fort Bhangar Fort. Okay. I'm, I'm writing. You said Rajasthan. So is, is that's, that's by Jaipur? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, put it, he put it in the uh, chat. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I think I may have been to that, por- uh, that fort. I think I have pictures of that fort when I was there. So what's a yeah. gin? Like an evil spirit? Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, gins. It's just what they refer to. I'm sorry. You go ahead. You can explain it. Go ahead. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's kind of an eve. I won't say it's a spirit, but it is a different kind of entity made up of fire, right? We all humans are made up of sand and demons, angels. They are made up of light, and whereas um, the jinns, on the other hand, are made up of fire, and they have all those supernatural, omnipotent energy power that any demon, any angel have. So they can grant you wishes, but be careful with it. If you encounter with a bad one, then it will end up ending your whole life and career. Wow. So. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, crazy. It's, it's, it's pretty intense. You got to realize, like, you know, when you, you know, the the, the Hindu religion, uh, it, it's the, they call it the religion of a thousand gods. So we, we have God, you know, in, in, you know, Christianity, Judaism, you know, it depends on, you know, what religion you, you look at. Um, there's so many different gods and different kinds of energies and, and, uh, good and evil in India because of the different religion. Uh, you know, it's just the different, there's a God for everything. Um, so there's so many different, you know, you know, you, you have demons, you have, you know, good here energy. It, it's, it's a lot of it has to do with, I guess, your outlook or how you perceive things. And uh, yeah, India and Pakistan and those areas over there, it's, it's just, it, it, it seems like it's just a different world. It's a different kind of energy. It's a different, you know, different spirits. It's different. Um, mm-hmm. well, the base of all religions come from, from over there. So, yeah, you know, yeah, really does. Yeah. Yeah. You can say majority of the religion came from India. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The, the major yeah, base of all religions comes from there. So it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Where are you guys from, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, we're from Pennsylvania. Oh, in USA? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm right outside right. of Philadelphia. Yeah, you're calling from India? Yeah, I'm calling from India. That's freaking awesome. That's that awesome. nice. <laughs> yeah. That's great. We're reaching out that far to India, and you're, you're able to call in. That's, that's amazing. I love it. Yeah. Because I'm very intrigued by this kind of topic like paranormal activities because I faced one in reality in my real life. It happened. It's not a story or allegory or whatever you may call it because, okay. you know, okay. Let me tell you one incident when my grandfather died. 
so there was a loud banging noise came from my bathroom okay i didn't make i didn't thought of anything but i just thought it was some sort of a random noise then i kind of blushed it off and after i went to the bathroom to take a piss in the dunny then i saw each and every stuff like my soap bathroom my uh, shampoo my each and every stuff are just scattered around in the corners of the bathroom then i got really scared i mean it really happened to with me then i thought spirits are real ghosts are real it's no kidding oh yeah they're definitely real now you're talking to believers yeah. oh yeah <laughs> we've encountered them that's for sure plenty of them um that is just amazing that you're calling from india i'm i'm, I'm happy <laughs> do you guys want to hear a story from her. cassidy sure uh, she had something happen tonight yeah yeah Sweet. like literally just a couple minutes ago so i got like i'm just i wasn't in the mood to be talking and stuff so i went and i laid down on my mom's bed and I was just there on my phone and I noticed movement. So I looked up and I saw my mom like taking off her headphones and stuff. So I looked away. Like right as the head last head. segment ended and I was taking off my headphones to go let the dogs outside. Yeah. I, I looked right back at my phone. And I was just like, okay, she's going to go do something. And then all of a sudden I see this head pop up from the side of my mom's bed and it's so it would have been behind me my desk is in my bedroom so it would have been behind me where i was sitting in my chair but in between me and the side of the bed and it happened so fast like i don't have many details but i can tell like the race i can tell the hair color hair texture but that's all i know she said it was like a a young girl maybe her age yeah she had um like a middle part she had like brown hair it was straight. She didn't have much volume to it either. And it just, it was so fast. It popped up. And then when I went to look over, it just, it went right back down. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It seems like you're still having activity in the house then. So I'm guessing that uh, maybe whatever your blessing or what, what the blessing that you guys did, maybe it didn't work. You know? Well, that was a long time ago. How many yeah, years that, ago? That worked. This that was like 2019. Might just be like a joke or something. 2019. Well, we, we have visitors. Ago. I mean, we have abilities. We get visitors all the time. She's not a a resident. Yeah, of you're the house. you're on a podcast. They're listening. Yeah, yeah. we're talking about all kinds. She could be from any of the stories you guys just told. <laughs> she could have just been like, "Hey, you're talking about me." Peek-a-boo. I I have a reoccurring visitor from a episode or situation uh, from a night that I had. Oh my god. The, I- so how old do you think she was, Cassidy? She's probably around my age, so like 13, 14. She was Sounding familiar, young. John? I have a feeling you might know who this girl is. Yep. Yeah? That's the yep. first thing I said to Cass. You need to tell John. I think he'll know who See, this I is. I have no idea. I have no idea what's going on. All I know is I saw something, and now you... I have a picture of her. Uh, if I don't know if you can do it while you're on the podcast, but if you send it to me, I can show her and she can tell you if it looks like her. Um, what with that? Uh... Now again, it might not a hundred percent be her because, like, it was it was a flash. It was a flash of a head popping up and going right back down. But you could say if it's maybe her, or definitely yeah, not. If it looks like her. I definitely tell you, but I'm not going to guarantee a hundred percent that it's her. I can tell you, Lydia had brown hair. That I can tell you. Does she like dogs? Because my dog's head was right at the edge of the bed where she popped up. They liked cats. Well, we don't know. It was my dog. We had a cat, but he's downstairs. Yeah. Yeah, they like uh, they like to have cats. Uh, let's well, Katrina is really calm. Uh, yeah, Katrina didn't notice a thing, but she's not our brightest dog. <laughs> there. Let's see. I'll try to send it to you. Okay. I'll wait to get to the show. I'll send it after that. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, that, does, that sounds true. kind of weird. We're talking about it, and then uh, you see it. That's kind of kind of weird. Things happened with us. Yeah, I just it weird. just reminded me of one of the dreams I had. Yeah, yeah, with the little boy. Yeah, I was like in a regular dream. I had like friends over. It was in my room. I fell asleep on my bed, and then in my dream, like this is all in my dream. I woke up. And when I looked at the end of my bed, there was like a little boy standing at the end of my bed. In the dream, though, not yeah, in real this life. Is all in the dream. And then he like looked at me, and then I scared myself awake in like real life. Man, <laughs> I've had this uh, recurring dream uh, for quite quite a long, a lot of years. Um, this. This black thing, uh, this, I don't know what the hell it is, um, but it's all the same. <laughs> it's like every, every dream I have, it's in this dream and, uh, it's, I, it's, it's crazy. I, I can remember all the dreams that it's in and, uh, it's all the same. Like I see this black, it's pretty powerful. Um, I don't know what it means. I'm thinking it means something. I just don't know what it means. Um, but I see it a lot. It's just, It'll wake me up out of my dreams, like what in the hell is I, you know? Mm -hmm. it, it it seems so real, you know. I'm just like, man, this is uh, kind of strange. I don't know if it's a warning or what it is, but it's it's weird to me, you know what I mean? Like to keep having the same dream about the same thing, um, this black shadowy thing that's really really strong that can touch you, move, choke you, things. It's done all that in my dreams. Like it's choked me and thrown me around and. Well, that's if they can't affect you and you're not going to pay attention to it while you're awake, a lot of times they will come and intimidate you in your dreams just to feed off that negative energy. The fear you have in your dream, they can get power from that too. It's crazy. It's, it's a crazy dream every time I have it. Uh, and it's always, uh, it's when I first moved here, I had it. And I was having a dream. I sold this place, moved to another place. It was at that place. And I was like, we got to get the hell out of this place. We moved out of this place, moved to another place, had it happen in that place. It's, and recently I had it, uh, it was in my childhood home. I was in, and I had it in there, seen it in there. And uh, well, it's on just somebody's radar then. Yeah, it's, it's really weird. I don't know how to explain it. It's just, yeah. it's the same thing, though. It's not like it's something different. I keep seeing the same thing. And it wakes my ass up right out of a dead sleep, you know. Yeah. yeah for some, yeah. For some organization, I keep getting this dream the other day that I'm killing people all around, creating a massacre. In the, in this Ooh, world, I hope not. Yeah. yeah, it was a dream, of course. So, do I want to? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. weird. Uh, I mean, I've had dreams yeah. where I've been killed, but I'd never died. But it's weird. Like a bit like you ever get a dream like you're falling and you hit right before you hit the ground, you kinda of wake up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's they really weird. Yeah, they I I had heard a psychologist uh was say that you your mind can't process your own death. It's and weird. That's why that's why you kind of snap out of it. Um because right before you hit, like your mind doesn't know what to do after that. It's yeah, really it was yeah, it was it was just a really interesting uh, theory. I guess I guess that's all it really is is a theory. But I've had some really realistic dreams where uh, I think I had a dream my mother in law died and I was standing over the casket, looking at her, and uh, I was bawling my eyes out, and uh, I was actually crying in my sleep. My wife would be and said, "What the hell's wrong with you?" I'm like. Dude, I had a dream your mom died. She's like, what? I was like, yeah, I was looking in the casket. She's like, oh, my God, yeah. I hope my mom's not dead. I'm like, yeah, it was really weird. <laughs> I had literally tears. Like, I woke up and I was crying. I'm like, how is that even possible? <laughs> it's totally weird. Well, I had uh, my grandfather come to me in a dream, and he wasn't doing that great. He had a long battle after a stroke, and he came to to me in a dream and I knew what it meant. I have these dreams all the time. And I was like, oh no, he, he's dead. He just came to me. So the next uh, morning I wake up and I call my grandmother. And uh, I said, is he okay? <coughs> How's he doing? She's like, oh, he's okay. He's fine. And I'm, I'm thoroughly confused because I know what this dream means. I have them. 
And no, he's okay. Three days later, he was dead. Wow. And uh, he actually did come to me. I'm sure you've heard before that sometimes the soul can leave the body before the body dies. And she later on explained to me that at the time they, when I called, they didn't realize that he wasn't just having one of those things where he needed his meds adjusted. They thought maybe the doctor had overprescribed something and they needed to redo it. He was actively dying. They're wheeling him around the nursing home, taking him to lunch, all this stuff. And they didn't realize it wasn't a, a med induced situation. And yeah, within three, within three days he was dead, but he came and visited me Wow! earlier I'm than that. And it just blew my mind. Okay. Have, uh, have you guys yeah have you guys ever had this gut gut wrenching feeling that someone is watching you when you are alone in the house absolutely oh, oh yeah oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yep that's like one yep. of the biggest things when i had that like the evil thing yeah. with me the entire time that was like the in, i had that all the time yeah I call that. Uh, I've, I've been in places that people always laugh at. I, I make a joke about it, but I'm like, well, I'm getting that weird feeling because my nipples just got hard. Oh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, my paranormal radar is up. Like, I'm freaking nipples are hard. My hair's standing up. Yep, <laughs> there's something in here. <laughs> you have psychic have, nipples. <laughs> oh my god, they laugh their ass off. They're like, dude, that's so funny. I'm like, me, I'm telling you, something's gonna happen. Yeah, oh yeah. Up yeah, chills. I get chills and then like I get goosebumps and I always like look around me and I don't see anything, but eventually I'll see something. Yeah, that's your uh that's your body reacting to whatever's in the environment around you. That's exactly it's what like it is. sometimes my body realizes things before my ability. Oh of course. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can yeah. see your body's reacting to the energy. It's a change in the atmosphere and your body's reacting yep. to it. Yeah. Yep. That that's true. Energy. Yeah, that's true, and your body does react to it. It's it's freaking awesome. Have you guys ever experienced a a a, a ghost animal? Animal? Oh, a picture of one. Yeah, like a cat or a dog, or have you ever seen one? Yeah, yeah, all the time. Really? Yeah, yeah. Actually, well, I saw I... a cat just waving at me. A black cat. I don't know for what reason. It's <laughs> not supposed to wave, right? No. <laughs> no. No, no. no, not usually. No. That it might a be a gin. You might want to stay away from that thing. <laughs> that might yeah, be a I never saw that cat again. <laughs> <laughs> it was for one time. In America, we would, we would call that the uh, what? What is it from out west? It's uh, just escaping me. Oh, my mind. Skinwalker. Skinwalker. Yes, in, in America, we would consider that a skinwalker. You're not supposed to say. it. What's we'll walking? summon them. Yes, you're not supposed to talk about them or say their name. Oh, really? I never knew and, that. Yeah, the Native Americans believe that if if you acknowledge them and say their name, then you're going to be subjected to them. They'll come find you. You know, the yeah, Navajo the Navajo have their own police for them for skinwalkers. Really? Um, yeah, they have their own police department that hunts skinwalkers. Cassie's triggered right now. She's like, stop saying their name. She's <laughs> she's convinced we have some in the backyard. Skinwalkers. Yes. I swear to God. <laughs> when it snows, I see oh, these Lord. footprints. And the one time I looked behind our like fence and there's a hill and it snowed. I looked behind the fence and there's like these baby's feet. No socks or anything, just feet. And then it turns into like a, an animal's foot, and then it turns into like dog feet. Like it slowly progresses into that in one line. Well, that I, would definitely I, I be something. <laughs> That's definitely something. Did you take a picture? I think I did. Picture or it didn't it. happen? I swear I took one, but I cannot find it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Seen, uh, we do have critters, though. I, I see my dog. Bare baby feet. In snow, and then somehow have it turn into like cat or dog feet. That doesn't make any sense. No, but no. you might be misinterpreting the baby feet. It might have been like a rabbit. Yeah, it could be. They have the long. I'm not saying it wasn't long. Happen. I'm it was just like, debunking. It was like newborn feet. Okay. Super tiny. We have skinwalkers here. <laughs> we'll call them SWs. Say it. Oh, I'm convinced. You've convinced me. We have I skinwalkers. I thought we were all in Arizona, New Mexico. Nope, Pennsylvania. I'm 
I didn't realize Pennsylvania <laughs> even had Skinwalker, uh, uh, you know, had any history. We do, apparently. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Well, I know it's Native American, and there's a huge Native American, but I always thought that was more of a uh, like a Western. <laughs> but that's where Skinwalker Ranch is and everything. So. No, they're I, here uh, too. I actually seen my dog um, two weeks after he passed away. Uh, it oh, was wow. It was pretty cool. Um, I was sitting on the couch with my wife. He was totally translucent. It happened so fast. Uh, I was sitting on the couch, and I wasn't even really. I was. I was thinking about him, but I wasn't. And uh, I just happened to look down, and he came around the corner real fast, and got about halfway to me, and just disappeared. And I'm like, I freaking jumped up off the couch. I'm like, holy shit! You know, my my, my wife said, "What?" I was like, "That was the dog." She's like, "What?" I was like, "That was the dog." She goes, no way. She actually got kind of upset, but I was like, yeah, it was the dog. I said, he was see-through. I said, well, at least you know he's still here. You know, uh, we had to have him put down. He was he was an old beagle, and uh, we had to have him put down. But uh, that was probably one of the hardest things I ever had to do in my life. It is. Uh, I, uh, it felt like I was, was killing my kid. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I couldn't do it. My, my, and I'm here, macho man, bullshit, you know, and uh, I, I, I couldn't bring myself to do it. I said, I can't do it. I, I can't do it. And my wife wound up doing it. I, said, I always said women are always stronger than men when it comes to stuff like that. And uh, I said, I, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. I said, she goes, what are you going to do about this dog? I was like, I don't know. Same I thing. Like, I, I was like, <laughs> I said, I'm not going to be able to do it, man. Like, I, I hope he passes in his sleep. And, but I always have this luck with dogs. They live a long freaking time. And I'm like, uh, my my childhood dog lived to be 20 years old wow you know, so yeah and he was a big dog he was a german short hair pointer uh-uh. wow yeah, he lived to be 20 and uh oh my god i cried like a baby when my mom called me to the dog they had to put and he still didn't die they had to put him down uh he couldn't walk anymore and they had, they wanted him, had to put him down but i i freaking cried like a baby and uh when i had to put him down i went to work and i seen him one last time i said i tried to Block it out all day. I'm, I'm like, ah, man. I didn't try to try not to think about it. Then when I got home, my wife goes, yeah, you have to take the, the cage down and all this. I freaking sat uh, down there and, and sobbed like I was like two years old or something. And I was like, this is this is the worst shit ever. It is absolutely yeah. terrible. It, well, I, I felt like this, like I murdered him. And I was like, oh. I, I felt the was, same way with my collie. I I said every bad word in the book. I bawled and screamed, and it was just terrible. Yeah, it, it is. Tra- it's, it it's, just yeah. will never leave. The yeah, they're, they're like, never leave. yeah, they're like a part of your family. Like they're like your kids. Yeah. Like you got to take care of them. You got to wash them. You got to feed them. You know, it's just they're part of your family. I, I do have some great feeling that he's still here though because we do hear him once in a while we'll hear like footsteps and uh, my other dog gets like like you know how a dog will, like sniff each other's butts and stuff you know what I mean so yeah one day he was in the kitchen and he turned around like something sniffed him on his butt and he was like looking around he didn't know what the hell was going on uh it was funny as hell I was like, what's, what's wrong something touch you on your butthole there he's, he's like looking at me crazy shit <laughs> But uh, hey. I I have weird stuff that happens time to time. I'm sitting here, and uh, I used to keep keep him in a crate in the basement, and uh, while we were at work, and uh, he kept peeing in his crate. And usually, a dog won't pee in their crate or right. go to the bathroom in there, and uh, mm-hmm. he would do it. And I'm just like, why is he doing that? I couldn't understand it. And uh, so I stuck a recorder down there one day, and uh, you know he's laying in his crate. And he's he's fine. And all of a sudden, he gets up and he starts walking around the circle inside the crate real fast. I can hear him. And the fire alarm goes off in the basement. And I've never heard that fire alarm go off since I've lived here. And I've lived here 25 years. I've never heard that fire alarm go off. And I'm like, let that alarm go off. I've never had that happen, ever Never, even when the power goes out and turns back on, it never goes off. I'm like, mm. and then when he when he when that alarm went off, he peed right in the cage. I heard the pee just. Uh, I'm like, it must be doing this every time he's down here. So I I stopped putting him down there. I let him out of the cage, and now he's like a perfect house dog. 
Like he doesn't go to the bathroom in the house. He doesn't do. Any, he goes to the door to go out. It's weird as hell. You know, I'm like, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> we could have scared him straight, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. yeah thinking totally of which, have you, yeah, have you guys ever tried this Ouija board to summon up your closed ones? Yes, I have. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't mess with those things. <laughs> didn't work. I'm out when it, it comes to those. You bring one out, I'm going to be gone. Yeah, I was dumb work, enough to play with that me. when I was young. It didn't work for me. Um, tried a couple of times uh, as a paranormal investigator. You know, I, I got to try it to see if it works, and uh, it never worked for me. But uh, I know people that uh, actually legitimate people that are school teachers that used it, and it worked for them. They actually are scared of it now. So uh, I guess some people are, you know, can make it work, and other people, I guess, if you're not really in tuned in it, it's not going to work for you. I've seen yeah. some impressive things with an Ouija board. Uh, one one time uh, we were using a Ouija board with a couple friends, and my, my one friend had a friend who was a medium, and I guess she you know she used to do a lot of stuff with her, and they were all at her house, and uh, they were using the Ouija board, and the, my friend Barry was there, and she had said uh, her father was sick, and uh, they, she asked something like, uh, "Is my father going to be okay or anything?" And it said no. And then it spelled out like phone call. And within like five minutes, the phone rang. And it was Barry's mother saying, uh, you got to come home. We're rushing your father over to the hospital. Oh, so wow. that was that was pretty crazy. And I was real young when that happened. I mean, my God, um, I was probably around like 14, 15 when that happened. And then uh, not long after that, I actually saw a planchette move by itself. Oh, wow. I'd love to see that. I'm not yeah. yet to see it. What do you want to say, Cassidy? Back, uh, back to the dog thing for a second. I had a really cool like, experience with seeing one. So when we first got Autumn, she's our new puppy. Her mom had had a stillborn puppy, and the puppy did not come out alive. Um, but we brought Autumn home. Everything was going great, and, like, this one night, I thought I saw her walking over from the gate around the coffee table, side table, by the couch and through the little... Like, like between the coffee table and the couch. Yeah, where I was sitting. And I went to like look and see what she's doing. I sat up. She's not by my feet. Yeah, because she's little. We're watching everything she's doing. She's going to eat a cord or something she shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, if she was moving, we better be watching. So Cassie's like, oh, she's up. We're watching. Yeah, I, I sat up to see where she was, which she should have been right at my feet, but she's not there. So I stand up and I start looking around the entire room and I forget where she was, but she was- She like, was in her crate. Yeah, she was in her crate, which was closed and like locked. So she can't get out of there. But I literally saw her walk out of my view and then when i get up to go see her she's yeah. not there and then i had seen the exact same thing the night before but hadn't she was in bed i didn't tell her so when i she was i was in the room when she saw it and she jumped up i'm like what are you doing she's like i'm looking for the puppy autumn just walked by i said she's in her crate she described what she saw and i said i saw the exact same thing last night to the point where i got up looking around because i know i just saw her but yes yeah, she nope i guess her little sibling that didn't make it came home with us almost like a yeah, doppelganger like it completely opaque like it, they knew that like maybe the puppy knew we could see it or something it's like i'm going with that family you know <laughs> yeah they can yeah. they can see me but we had yeah. a lab or my husband's first lab uh died after she had cancer in her toe so she had to have surgery Ooh. to remove her toe and she was on meds for pain and infection it's like so like antibiotics and pain meds and she came off the antibiotics first and then the pain meds and next thing she wasn't doing good one of those meds made her she must have had like a stomach ulcer they didn't know about and it perforated basically her all the crap from her intestines went throughout her body and we rushed her to the vet and they tried to do surgery and they couldn't save her oh wow 
So she died on the operating table. And it was only like a month or so later, my husband got out of the shower and was like yelling for me to come in. There was a three-toed dog print in water on a stool in the bathroom. It, oh, wow. I mean, she had had her toe removed. She only had three toes now. Wow. So I have a picture of it. Of oh, her. you do have a picture. I, was just I do. I have a picture of her three-toed paw print, and it was his dog. I mean, this was his childhood dog that he got, He'll his favorite dog he's ever had. So he has it now tattooed on his arm because it meant that much to him to, to see her come visit that day. Oh, yeah. That's I already cool. have my That's really cool. It, it was cool. It was kind of undeniable, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, They're still with us. Yeah, they are. They are definitely without a doubt. Uh, I, I think our loved ones are still with us, too, at some point. I, I'd like to see them again just once, just to say everything's okay. I'd feel a lot better. But I've you see, you to were told you. Now. We're going to work on that, John. <laughs> I'd love to you. see one. I hope so. We should go take that. my sleeping meds really quick. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> when, you were talk- when you were talking about, um, like, but you know, people coming and Chris saw her. Who did you say? I'm sorry, Chris. Who did you say? Came Wait, say that before? again. I was listening to Cass. I'm sorry. Um, when you were talking about, uh, you know, your, was it your uncle or who, who came to you a couple days before they died? That was my grandfather. I'm sorry, your grandfather. I've I, I've been visited by an uncle of mine in my dreams, and you know it, it's you know you're dreaming because I'm sleeping, but it's you're not dreaming. It's the yeah. most vivid, realistic thing. They say that's um, how you know. It's just it's almost like you were really there in person. It's right. when so I real. when I woke up, there was no doubt in my mind that I just spent time with my uncle. There's mm-hmm. no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I had that happen with my uncle. Um, my uncle was a real good guy. Uh, we were all pretty close to him in our family. He was always the jokester and told a million jokes. It was just, and he was one of those guys. He was full of life. He didn't want to die, and uh, he he wound up getting uh, asbestosis and uh, got cancer, lung cancer, throat cancer, and uh, he wound up succumbing to it. And uh, I had a really weird dream it, it was totally strange um <laughs> i'm i'm at a just at a house at a random house i don't know where i'm at but i see my uncle and i'm like what are you doing here oh he's like i said you're dead he goes yeah i know yeah he's like he's talking to me i'm like i said you're dead he goes yeah i know he said man you can do some real cool stuff man he said watch this and he disappeared i was like what the hell? I was, like, I was like, where the hell did you go? And all of a sudden, I just seen his head. He, it just like popped out of the air. He goes, man, you can do all kinds of wild shit. And he said, that was the dream. That was it. I woke up. I'm like, this is crazy. He's, this is exactly what he said. He said, you can do all kinds of wild shit, man. And it, that was it. I'm like, See, you just got to believe in this stuff as those messages that you need to hear from your family because that's real. It was weird. It was totally weird. I, I woke up and I'm like, Phew. that was strange. You know what I mean? It was totally strange. And I had the same kind of dreams with my brother-in-law. I'd seen my brother-in-law in my dream a couple of times. And uh, we were at, I was at a party and seen him. And uh, I was like, Dude, what the hell are you doing here? He's like, what are you doing here? I was like, it's my dream. What are you doing here? <laughs> it was the strangest dream ever. He's like, I said, you ain't supposed to be here. He goes, I know, I'm just hanging out, man. I'm cooling out. I'm having me a beer and all this stuff. I'm like, man, this is the weirdest goddamn dream I ever had in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it's, uh, I'd love to see him again. I'm hoping I see him again one day. You know, all of them. I, yeah. I have just a big what party about in you, the sky. Lucifer? Have you ever seen anybody in a dream? Yeah, actually, I saw my grandfather when I was asleep. So I just, this hand came right back at me, just patting my, in my soldier. And then I thought, oh, it's my grandfather. And I still can't figure out figure it out up till this date, whether it's not, it's a reality or it was, I was dreaming kind of, because my grandfather was the one whom I looked up to him almost all the time. And he loved me more than el- anyone else in this whole world. So uh, awesome. it was, yeah, sweet. yeah. Yeah, it was a dream or it was I was trapped down in reality. I don't know. I still a little bit of both, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. 
So is this your first podcast you've been on, Lucifer? Uh, no, it's my yep. tenth. Tenth, really? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's great to get a get a listener from yeah. India. I've never had one from so far away. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm exactly. glad the show's reaching out that far. You know, that's that's pretty. Great. Hey, literally around the world. Yeah. What yeah, time yeah. is it there? It's ten twenty-five a.m. It's midnight oh, wow. here. Wow. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> we tell our creepy stories late at night. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I had to go take my meds. <laughs> <laughs> now I went to I'll tell you what, I seen this really creepy video. This was probably one of the best videos I've seen on it. You ever watched that uh, paranormal caught on tape? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen it. Yep. Did you see the one with the lady in Guatemala where the little kid's taking a selfie and the grandmother comes into the picture and she looks like she's oh, like standing just, over her? Yeah. Standing over I, him? I have seen oh, that one. God. Yeah. That's legitimate. I'm left out. I haven't seen that one. That is legitimate. I mean, <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> yeah, she definitely looks like she's dead. Darn it. Without a doubt. Yeah, death. that's a good video. Yeah, good photograph. It, it's it's freaking amazing. It's a video, a selfie. Oh, uh, yeah. The grandmother that sounds like in. the case you had, though, where the woman was in a selfie. Yeah, but this was a video. The grandmother's popping into the screen, and it looks like, you know, her eyes are sunk in. It looks like she's postmortem, like, dead. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's freaky as hell when you watch it. You're like, whoa, that, that is definitely legit. Her grand her the, the mother's dead. Yeah, I mean, you gotta check it out. It's freaking awesome. I, I watch it, I'm like, Yeah, that's her, and yes, yeah, she is probably dead. That does that's not a living person. She you can see she's it. dead or actively dying. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, her eyes are sunk into her head. I mean, they're black. Her eyes are black. Um, yeah, she's dead. <laughs> she's dead. More like a rest her soul. Yeah, I mean, she is not living. And the little baby just, just hasn't got a clue. She's just like looking into the camera, and there's this face popping in and out of the camera. You know, you're like, creepy. You know? See, that's how it all starts. They come and visit their, their grandkids. And stuff like when they're real little, and like these babies are sitting in their cribs just talking away to nobody there, and then they get these abilities, and that's how it starts. I'm getting yeah. she used to, I mean, Cassie used to babble to the ceiling, and we had a grandfather clock that was, you know, my grandfather's, and then on top of it, he had a Dalmatian dog that was a potted, like potted plant pot holder thing. And she would just look up there and talk and like babble. She's two months old. Wow. And then the laugh and then talk. It just like she would with us. Like we knew she was talking to people and it would be like on a holiday. You know, you knew your family was visiting because it was the holiday and she just never stopped. She still talks to ghosts to this day. That's yeah, crazy. I'm getting that watched feeling right now, actually. It's gone. Have you, guys, yeah, have, you, have you guys heard about this Ed and Lorraine Warren? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So th those are the renowned demonologists, right? Yes. Yes. Well, he he was a demonologist and she was a medium and a She's clairvoyant. A medium, yeah. Yep. Ed was the demonologist and she was a clairvoyant, yeah. And their son, their grandson has a, a podcast right now too, I think. Their grandson? Dude, I just saw yeah. shadow. Now you saw something again? Yeah, like if something had just. Do I need to light my sage candle for you? Yeah. Okay. That would make me feel a lot better. Yeah. Okay. Talking about yeah, sage. There's the desk that is like right. Like you can look right at the door. Mm -hmm. It's only a couple feet away. And then there's a light like right behind me and then a closet. I'm facing towards like the microphone, which is the opposite of the closet. And I started feeling weird. So I like kind of turned around and have been like facing where I can see all that. And I'm like kind of yeah. staring at the door zoning out. And all of a sudden I see this like shadow come across the door. And the only way that's possible is like your height. It's like my mom's height. It just like ran across the door. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing all kinds of crap. Yeah, she's like having an active night. And I'm not oh. seeing a damn thing. <laughs> because, you know, you can have two psychics in the same room, and they're not always going to pick up on the same thing. I'm going to put you out in the cold tonight. Uh, no, no, 
I don't do cold. <laughs> Me either. I, I do it. cold. I like cold. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing a damn thing, but as soon as I go to lay down tonight, I bet you something will happen. Can I stay in here? I'm scared. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be with someone. Hold on. I let the sage candle. Watch. Everything's going to be fine. Yeah, but that's not in my room. Yeah, talking of sage, do you guys know that say burning sage in house helps in driving the negative energies from that house? That's exactly why we do it. Yep, we do yes, it for cleansing and clearing and protection. And I spray someone every night before I go to bed. I don't use sage. I don't either. I don't. I don't burn sage. I, I burn uh, Palo Santo wood. I don't burn anything. <laughs> That's why you have black mass dreams, John. Yeah, but <laughs> start burning. <laughs> I, I always said, I've done, done enough bad shit in my life. I got demons running all through me. <laughs> you need some sage, yeah. man. Yeah. In this, I, yeah. I'm in quite this good in my in my faith, so I, I really don't. I'm not frightened yeah. by it. And so then I you need frankincense it. and myrrh. Yeah, I always wear I always wear my St. Michael's medal and it's blessed. So I I really it's okay, Cass. It's a woodwick candle. They make lots of. Are you guys baptized? Yeah, I'm baptized. Yeah. Okay. I am not. Neither. I'm Catholic. Cassidy okay. went to Catholic school, but none of us ever got baptized. Well, baptism supposedly protects you from possession and things like that. Yeah. Allegedly. And this. Yeah, in this world, there are real evil that lurks in the darkest shadows and in the most ordinary towns. Between the worlds we see and the things we fear, there are doors. When they are opened, nightmares becomes reality. What TV show is that from? Yeah. I remember that. <laughs> That's, that sounds uh, what, familiar. What the hell was that show? It oh, was from yeah. All Haunting. All Haunting, Haunting. Yeah. okay, yeah. yep, I remember it. In the smallest towns, yeah. They got You're good at that, place. though. They need to hire you to do the next intro. Yeah, you need to do the intro for it. It sounded man. great. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the truth. It really is the truth. In the places where you least expect it. Oh, yeah. It is true, too. This can uh, is so good. I like it. I've been in places that were, like, brand new, and the activity, you know, the houses were brand new, and the activity was through the roof, and I'm like, that was yeah, our house. Even possible. It was know? built on a war, the Civil War fort. And this candle's going crazy. Honey, it's a woodwick candle. They do that. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Um, so I nice found candle? pottery and stuff in the dirt, and it was a brand new house, but it was haunted. Yeah, that's just like the the one I did in uh, Hershey. These people had a beautiful house, uh, probably a million dollar house, and um, they went to Penhurst and came back. And they were seeing a little girl in the house. Oh, she's done that to a few people. Yeah, yeah, yeah she. The That's little a girl very common Earth. story. A, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, they were seeing a little girl in the house. Heck, I've seen that little girl. She's come. She came in my dream the one night, scared the crap out of me. Had a white dress on. She had wet hair. Yep. And she it's had. But well, she had like, a white dress on, like an old kind of raggedy ass wet dress. Sounds like the ring. The girl from the ring. Like <laughs> she like looked like, a, like the dress, chick. but like a, like a nightgown kind of like a, you know, like she a, had like nightgown. a weird mouth, and she came downstairs in a dream and came up to me and screamed, screamed in my face, and then that was pretty much it. But you know, she just wanted to scare the crap out of me, and I'm like, thanks. It was in a yeah. dream though, and it was Penhurst related to one stuff. of the Penhurst investigations that we had done. Yeah, Penhurst has got some weird stuff in it. Um, I, I heard lots of voices in Penhurst when I was there. It was crazy. I've had uh, quite a few crazy experiences. We were all, we were, but there was about, what, five or six of us standing outside. And uh, we just all heard a scream come from the third floor of the Mayflower building. Nobody was up there. I went, as soon as the scream came, I went running up there to see if anybody was up there. But we all uh, heard it, and it was just a loud woman's scream. That's where I heard that freaking yeah, I don't get mess out. with this stuff. That's scary. Mm-hmm. We heard that get out in Mayflower up on the third floor in that long hallway uh, that leads to dead ends into the uh, end of the building. That's and, where I was investigated in that area. My flashlight turned itself off. Man, it was I creepy. remember that. Yeah. Forgot about that's that. That's a though. that's a crazy area. That that round room back there yeah. uh, is is a crazy area. 
Yeah, Very I active. was just yeah, I was just standing there. I was like, anybody down there want to talk? And man, I just heard this voice like, get out! Like it just like emanated down that hallway. The guy, <laughs> one of the best games, standing like three feet in front of me. He goes, I think I just pissed in my pants. What he goes? He goes, that's the creepiest get out I ever heard in my life, man. That was so, I think I just pissed myself. I was like, really? He goes, yeah, man. I was I'm, I'm, I want to get out of here. I'm like. Well, you got to go that direction where you just heard to get out. You might want to stay here a while. Because <laughs> it came from down there. He's like, I'm freaked out, man. And I was, got I was... scared by a pigeon in there, man. That was the evil pigeon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, well, when it's dark, it's like, you know, all of a sudden something starts flapping right above you. <laughs> You're on high alert listening for every little noise and a pigeon comes flying yeah. out. Yeah, it's terrifying. Well, they had the, um, when I was there, they had the guy, uh, his grandfather worked there was the dentist. Uh, I forgot his name. His grandfather was a dentist at Penhurst. And he used to tell them stories about how they used to rip their teeth out when yes, no, no Novocaine shit like that. I'm like, like if they were bad that, or they would bite people, they'd just rip their teeth out. Yeah, yeah. they just pull their teeth out. And uh, he was telling me the story. And he's like, yeah, my grandfather used to come home exhausted how he had to pull so many teeth out. And I'm like. Yeah. Well, that's it's kind of jacked up that your grandfather pulled people's teeth yeah. out with any, without any kind of novocaine, any kind of numbing medic medicine. And he goes, they wouldn't give it to him. And he I'm was like, that guy that did that. I've heard that story yeah. before. Yeah, he he, they, he worked. He was the in the Halloween thing they had. He was the dentist, the, the grandson. Oh was no! The oh yeah. god! He dressed <laughs> up as the dentist. I'm like, dude, that's kind of freaking. Is weird, he haunted? Dude. I can't imagine he's not haunted. He's got to be. I mean, I'm surprised. I'd haunt him. Get, I'm surprised he didn't get hurt in there by a spirit dressing up like Absolutely. the guy to pull their teeth out. You know what I mean? Like Jeez. something take a serious interest in his ass. You know? I'd have found a new job. That reminds yeah. me of this one doctor's appointment I had. Yeah. <laughs> this is nothing like paranormal related, but it was it's so funny. I'm just sitting there, I'm getting ready to get teeth pulled. And I had like all the numbing and stuff, and I'm like preparing. And I've seen these things where they take these like big plier things and they yank the teeth out. I didn't know they actually do that. Oh yeah. I'm just laying there, I'm laying back, and I'm ready to get these teeth pulled out, and all of a sudden the dentist grabs those giant pliers and like starts to get ready to pull the tooth out, and I'm just like Wait a minute, I need some more time to prepare. Hold on, what's going on? (laughs) Yeah, but imagine as a patient being strapped down with like limited mental capacity. In a facility oh, like Penhurst. I can't Harris. imagine what yeah. it was like for them. No numbing meds. No. Yeah. And no consent your teeth out. I don't even at all. I mean, you can die just from the shock of ripping a tooth out. You can die from that. Absolutely. Yeah. You can imagine. You can? you can die. Oh, yeah. From the pain of the of the uh, tooth being pulled out. You can die. You can have a heart attack and die. No wonder That's, people are scared it, of dentists. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's serious. I mean, you, your teeth are close to your brain, so anything, uh, you know, you get an infection or something, an abscess, that can go to your brain and kill you, like, instantly. Yeah. doesn't take much. Um, okay. We're yeah, going to take a new turn. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But I think I'm going to end it tonight. We've been on, what, three hours now. Good Lord. Something like that. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, before ending it, I have a question real quick. Hello? Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so have you guys ever thought of making a pact with a demon? Oh, no. Absolutely not. Making a what? No. Pact no. with a demon. No, 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 no. A pact, like where you make a deal with a demon to get something you want, yeah, and like then in turn, they have something they want from you. Like I've heard a lot of musicians have you made pacts with the devil. So. Well, that's the whole uh, 27th. You know, everybody dies at 27 from, uh, well, it started with uh, uh, Robert Johnson back in the Yeah, 20s. the uh, blues player. The cro- yep, the crossroads, soul to soul to the devil. Soul to That's soul where devil. Uh, yep. uh, th- he had the song, was the original song, did the crossroads, and then uh, Eric Clapton did it. And then yep. from that, it went from Greg Allman to, you know, uh, to Jimi Hendrix, G- uh, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison. Yeah, uh, and a lot of them are dead. Yeah, they, they all died Bain at 27. And... Kurt Cobain died at 27. Uh, Amy yeah. Winehouse died at yeah, 27. Yeah, I was just thinking her. Yeah. 
Um, there's a couple of You said Janis Joplin already, I think. Yeah, Janis Joplin, wow. Jimi Hendrix. Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Jimi Hendrix and Jim Morrison all died within three months of each other. That's crazy. Totally but no, crazy. we don't we do not do packs with the devil. Oh, hell no. no. I, I wouldn't advise it. I want nothing to do with that. No, no, no. Because he will come and collect. Yeah, I would think. Well, there will be ramifications if you make a pact with the demon. The demon is so rapacious that he won't help you for free. In return, he will ask you to serve him for the rest of your eternity in hell. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Yes. So oh, it yeah. takes your soul. Your soul. Well, that's yeah. That's soul what will the be trapped. Uh, paranormal activity movies are about. Is the uh, the pact with the devil? Why they went after that family? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I watched one father, of those. Yeah. Yeah. I insisted oh, on watching one when I was super young, and I. Oh but if you watch the whole, if you watch the whole series, it plays out the whole thing. It goes through the whole family, from like the girls from the first episode to the parents in the third episode. That's a yeah. great. The paranormal activity is is a great series. Yeah, it is. Did they all make this pact, or just one person affected their whole? It family? was actually the grandparents that made the pact. Yeah, the grandparents and, made the pact, and, and it, it went, went down, down to the generations. It went down to the generations. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's, it's creepy as hell. Now I'm paranoid. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be alright. <laughs> but did you die? <laughs> well, no, I didn't do anything, but I don't know who else did. You'll be okay. Oh, I don't know why mm -hmm. I'm getting feedback on myself. I don't know if y'all can hear it or not. It's very light. I can hear very barely. Very light, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Well, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap this thing up. Three hour right. special tonight, so <sighs> well, I hope you guys had again. fun. Absolutely. I can't wait yeah, to listen to yeah, Thursday. Okay. Yeah, thanks yeah, for coming th on. Yes, yeah, Thursday's going to be is, is going to be awesome. Really looking forward to that one. Oh yeah, Doctor Taft this Thursday at eight p.m. I'm going to have him on. He's going to be talking about his fifty-two years in the paranormal uh, field. So, tune in, folks. You're going to like that show. This guy is, is the uh, Godfather of the paranormal. Everybody says John Z John Zaffis is the Godfather. No. Dr. Barry Taft. I investigated I investigated with John Zaffis years ago, uh right after God, it was years before he even had his paranormal collector uh show. He was going around to the different uh different universities. I'm right outside Arcadia University. And he came there and uh, gave a speech and everything, and then uh, after he was doing an investigation, and I went up to one of the – I wasn't even a student there. I was dating a girl who was going there, and I was just starting talking to Scott Morrow. I don't know if he's still around investigating or not, but, uh, uh -huh. yeah, he uh, he uh, was like, yeah, he's like, stick around with us, and then I got to investigate Arcadia University with John Zaffis, which, you know, at the time, I you know, I really didn't even know who he was. He was just a guy there that, I, you know, was giving a lecture on paranormal stuff, so I was like, oh, cool, let's go, and, uh, yeah, it was a great, great experience. Learned a lot from the guy. Really, really nice guy. Yeah, everybody calls him the godfather of the paranormal. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yeah, I he don't know if that's... Yeah. He hasn't been doing yeah. it as long as Dr. Taff, I can tell you that. Now, his, his aunt and uncle were Ed and Lorraine Warren. Yeah, his aunt and uncle, so, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they were, they Who's was? Ed and Lorraine John Warren Zaffis. Was, was his John uncle. John Zaffis. Oh, uncle, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah. I've heard about this John office a lot of the times in the shows because whenever they are having this whole anomaly in the in the house, they are they have one person to go with, and that is John's office. So and that's the only place to turn to. Otherwise, yeah, well, we he's have a demonologist, other places, but yeah, yeah. he's one he's of a them. demonologist. Yeah, he's one of them. Well, folks, thanks for uh, right. tuning yeah. in tonight, man. I had a blast. Uh, yes, I'm take my butt to bed. I'm getting tired. Um, but tune in Thursday night, folks, for uh, Dr. Barry Taff. It's going to be Absolutely. a blast. All right, have a good night. All right, thanks again for having us. Bye bye. Have thanks for coming on, Lucifer. Bye bye. Pip pip. Shout out, amigos. Bye. Well, folks, that is a wrap for the Supernatural Bada Bing Night. Tune in Thursday, 8 p.m. We're going to have Dr. Barry Taff. He's going to be talking about his 52 years of paranormal experiences and investigating. The guy's amazing. Has a wealth of knowledge in the paranormal field. Uh, they base movies around this guy. He's uh, he's incredible. So tune in Thursday, 8 p.m. And I'm going to be doing Saturday nights, probably with Chris and Scott, if Scott's available. 
we're going to do the supernatural bada bing night every Saturday night until this COVID stuff is gone. So please tune in, spread the word. The Paranormal Journal is going to be out here doing this thing, bringing you good, good stories about everything. We're going to do EVP nights. We're going to have fun, folks. So please come back. See you Thursday, 8 p.m. Tonight's the hard, where it's time to go.